Hey, welcome. I'm Mitch Reynolds. This is Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Do so on the air right now in the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line, 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. Call in or text in either way you get in on the show at 608-785-7914. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter, and you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. You'll be able to watch us here on Facebook Live and um, all of the great things that happen when, when, you, when, when you do that. And you never know. I mean, anything really could happen. You may notice there's, a, there's an additional person in the studio. He is the auditor from the FCC, just to make sure that we're abiding by all the rules. He may not look like an auditor, but that's, that's how they do it now. They sneak him in. FCC is getting very, very sneaky. That's all there is to it. So anyway, we'll let you know how that goes. Uh, just a reminder, we'll be live at this time on Thursday, broadcasting from Pearl Street Brewery right here in La Crosse, 1401 St. Andrew Street. We're going to be there, and uh, Rick is going to be there, at last I heard. Um, there will be other people there, and I, I'd like you to be there too. So... Pearl Street Brewery, a live show from Pearl Street Brewery. We'll have some fun. I mean, that's the plan anyway. If it's not fun, then I'll take responsibility for it at that point. We'll probably, you know, have some have a dart tournament or something. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll come up with something. And in the meantime, just uh, remember that it's a live show. And uh, for those of you who were fortunately... If, Fortunate enough to 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 uh, to be um, um, forward thinking and sign up to be a Wisdom Insider at our website. You've already received the email inviting you to our uh, to our get together at the Pearl Street Brewery. And in that invitation, if you haven't opened it, you should probably open it because in that invitation is a um, you uh, a a uh, a letter or a well the invitation itself is something that you use to get a free Pearl Street Brewery beer and the pint glass that it comes in. It's a special limited edition exclusive Wisdom Insider glass from us here at Wisdom. Isn't that great? I mean the benefits of membership. It's extraordinary. It really is. Anyway, so join us here on the air, 608-785-7914. Uh, I tell you what, I, I called it, and I don't know if this was such um, a strange story. And I, if we had a whole conversation, not about this, but about some things that were peripheral to this. But back in May, there was a, a couple of reported break-ins in Bangor. And if you'll recall, it was a couple of uh, 18-year-olds that were attacked in their homes on one street in Bangor. And uh, I think it was in the morning, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the reports came in. There was a, a young woman who had been strangled to the point where she passed out and she woke up and the attacker was gone and there was no other violence. There was nothing taken. Nothing else like, like that occurred. And, and, uh, and there was another report of a very similar situation. Dude got uh, choked. And uh, the attacker got ran off with a with a mask on, and and that was uh and that was it. And I remember at the time our conversation was not about really that, but more about the fact that people in Bangor probably don't lock their doors, nor have they ever. Some of them don't have locks, 
or have they ever had locks or probably leave the keys in their car because why wouldn't you? It's Bangor. Um, and this was probably a rude awakening for them realizing that, oh gosh, that's right. This is not as, this is probably not the best idea to leave our doors hanging open and, uh, and having uh, people invading our homes. That was the conversation that we had. But at the time, if you recall, I said, this is a little bit fishy. Because it seemed just not really like it was really above board, didn't it? You know? And as it turns out, it was a little fishy. So the dude really just faked his attack. He was never attacked. He was the, in fact, attacker. And uh, um, he was the one who choked the woman to the point where she passed out in her home and then took off and then made up the story about he himself getting attacked in his home. So that was the fishy part, and who knows what the backstory is. I don't know if we're going to know today, but um, definitely one of those situations where you're like, you know what, yeah, that, that story stinks. That's not. There's something not right in that. So we called that one. Um, I bet, though, that hasn't kept people from in Bangor from, uh, from um, locking their doors. I bet they've been locking their doors ever since then just because it, too, can happen to you. Uh, we have... Um, all right. So, apparently, Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot's been getting uh, a couple of uh, contacts from from people in relation to the Lacrosse Center. Uh, and he has responded publicly to those, uh, to those contacts. And we'll share that with you uh, coming up. Um, it's... It's interesting. There is, uh, there's a sense, I think, that of what the hell happens now out there. Uh, as you will recall, yesterday when we got news that uh, Mayor Cabot had vetoed uh, the expansion plans for the Lacrosse Center, we were struggling to find a um, a city council member who would uh, speak with us about that issue. Uh, that it didn't completely rectify itself today. Frankly, it's it hasn't been that many easy. But there is, from some that I have heard who are involved in this, there is a sense of, what are we going to do now? Um, and what a mess this is. That kind of thing. So, talk about that a little bit. 608-785-7914-785-7914. Uh, dropkick the whole thing. Uh, end these Silly talks of spending $49 million on the Lacrosse Center expansion. Your thoughts on that? 608-785-7914. Right back after this. There's a large percentage of... Thing. Now at Menards. Save big money at Menards. Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914. Here we got the FCC auditor in the studio. And... Um, I got to go on the air, and I totally missed it. Thanks a lot, guys. Way to go. Not really the FCC auditor, by the way. I'm just making that up. In case you all are trying to figure out what's actually going on here. Here on Facebook Live, you notice that there's somebody sitting here in the studio. I'm not really going to tell you who he is. We're just going to keep that a secret for now. However, in the meantime, give us a call. Send us a text at, on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 608-785-7914. Call in or text in. Either way you get in here on Lacrosse Talk PM. 
apparently Mayor Tim Cabot's been getting a couple of uh, people have been reaching out to him in relation to his veto of lacrosse center expansion. Man, that message was super funny. Just, I mean, just dumped on the city council in some way yesterday. There's just so many good parts to that thing. Um, do we have that, by the way? That you want his his message on Facebook? Okay, so that he sent out. A, he, he, put he put else. a he posted it, or what? What did he do? Where did this message come from? Where did he, did he post uh, it? I saw this on Facebook. Okay, all right. So, so he put po- he posted this. Thank you all for contacting me about the proposed remodeling and expansion of hold the on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you try to do that in a more Tim Cavity kind of voice? Thank you all for contacting me about the. <laughs> Turn it up maybe a little bit, and then be be serious and yet not angry. Try that. Not angry or a little. I don't think angry. he's. I don't think he's. Yeah, he's not ang- typically not angry. But he is angry here. I don't know if he's. That's is he angry he there? I'm not sure if we got an. I'm not sure if we've got angry Tim Cabot. Is he conniving here? Thank no, you. Bill. I don't think he's conniving. No, no, definitely not that. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna try it again. But I, see if you can go. No, I don't have glasses on. If I had glasses, I'd be better at this. Yeah, you're right. You get you get to dial back the any kind of anger. Nor do I have a suit on. And make it kind of flat, and matter of fact, and very businesslike. Um. I don't know. Try it. Let's see. What, let's try it again. Try it one more time. Okay, let me set the stage again. Mayor Tim Cabot apparently. I feel like you should have music to it. Mayor Tim Cabot. Yeah, that's probably true. Like Old Dirty Bastard or somebody? Yeah. <laughs> Mayor Tim Cabot. Um, baby, you got your money? Also good. Hey, baby. Yeah. Baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. <laughs> Mayor Tim Cabot apparently getting. Lots of uh, lots of context about the uh, lacrosse center veto, the lacrosse center expansion veto, which he issued yesterday. Now, those were the wrong lyrics, by the way. Okay, so. well, I can, can we get back to the? Do we? Are do you have? Are you, do you want me to sing the lyrics? I can pull the lyrics up to the song, or do you want me to read? Let's what? go back to the Mayor Tim Cabot message to his to his followers. Go. Thank you all for contacting me about the proposed remodeling and expansion of the lacrosse center. I appreciate your support. The next step is the Common Council to vote to sustain or override my veto. Our only chance of our only chance for developing options that do not negatively impact the Riverside Park is for the council to sustain the veto. Therefore, I encourage you to contact the Common Council and ask them to sustain sustain my veto. Again, thank you for your interest, but we still have work to do. Please contact the Common Council and let them know your thoughts. Thank you. The mayor. No, he just says Tim. The mayor. Is, <laughs> that's pretty good, buddy. Grand mayor, emperor. I thought you did that pretty pretty, pretty well. That was a, that was a nice, I, I thought it was a, um, I think it was a pretty good Tim Cabot. Not a lot of emotion. It's very even keeled. Very matter of fact. That was pretty well done. We should rewrite this for next hour on how it should be written. To really get people to actually okay. go. So, and he doesn't give the number, so what are we just calling random, are we calling City Hall and like what's, who, who's the common council? All, like, is who, it, all the city council members. Yeah. Which, so is what we, which is what we tried to do yesterday. Right. <laughs> to express our thoughts. Yeah. Um, are those numbers on the city website oh, yeah. that yep. he should have given out maybe? I mean, he should have put, there should have been a direct link from the, in the message. Yeah. I think he's really maybe doesn't want them. Doesn't he's want tipped, people. I feel like he's tiptoeing around. I mean, if you're going to 
you know, you're you're really just asking for their thoughts. You're not asking for thoughts one way or the other. Yeah. But I mean, because usually, I mean, usually anything Cabot puts on Facebook is you know hate. I hate you, Tim Cabot stuff. Never does that. No, Tim, no. The, the comments that go under this oh, thing. Oh, the people comments are, that people Tim can Cabot, easily okay. align with. I don't want to spend forty-nine million dollars of my taxpayer money, forty-three million dollars of my taxpayer money on something that's going to impose on a giant riverside park that nobody really walks in anyway. But uh, you know, is that is this really then all that this is? Is him just playing the political game here? Is that well, all? He is? mentions Riverside Park. I mean, is that really the big deal here? I mean, the the, the Riverside Park just. Jutting out. I think it is to him, yeah. I think to him it's the it's the big I it, to me or is honestly that the most popular part of this. No, 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 no. The taxes. People fix the roads, right? It's always about fix the roads. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you'd like to join us here on the air, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. It was really just a week ago yesterday that Tim Cabot publicly said that he had no uh, interest in the Lacrosse Center expansion and funding plan, basically. Um, and he said that here on the air, and then it became, um, and then that turned into a veto of the Lacrosse Center. Uh, and all right, yes, Rick. Do you know off the top of your head which uh, was it, how many? I don't know how many city council members are there. 12, 13. 13. Thirteen, and it was a close vote. Seven to four. Seven to four, right? Yeah. Do we there know were, who's? There were two two people absent. Oh, okay. And then um, yeah, so seven to four with two people absent. They need nine to override. So if, if those two people absent vote to um, to override, then they'll they'll override the veto. And do we know which way each of these people voted? Like off the top of your head, if I just say the names, do you know off the top of your head? Hold on. Let me think. Just want to make sure. Like, I... I'll just go. District 1, Andrew Richmond. That was a no. No. Right. No to the $49 million plan. Right. Okay. Scott Neumeister. That was a no. Uh, District 3, Barb Jansen. That was a yes. Okay. Yes, for the plan. I think so. uh, District 4, David Marshall. He was absent. Absent. District 5, Justice Weaver. I think that was a yes. There's one that I'm unsure of, but I think I, I think I know who it is. All right. District, if I get this wrong, I am going to be like, there's going to be people. There's a lot of pressure here. District 6, Jacqueline Marcoux. Yes. Uh, District 7, Gary Podesky. That was a no. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. That was a yes. That was, okay. a, that was a fist banging on the desk, yes. Well, everything he does is fist banging. So. <laughs> District A, Jessica Olson. <laughs> that was another fist banging on the desk. Yes, that was almost like, like tears standing on the table, they, like, standing yeah. on the table, like pumping her fist into the air. Kind of yes, the yes. Now, how are they voting for this? Is it like yes, raise your hand? Or are they all in a? Do you know? Do you know how that goes down? Uh, yeah, they put they have Scribble different they have different colors of of paper and. They make them into paper airplanes, and then they <laughs> shoot them across. The they room. shoot them across the room. Who had the best paper airplane? Yeah, well, District I, Nine, Philip Ostrom. Yes, no, paper airplane. Oh man, I think yeah, he was a yes. Uh, District Ten, Paul Mettinger. That was a no. District Eleven, Martin Gall. Menninger, by the way. Menninger, sorry, sorry like Paul. the former mayor John Menninger. 
Never heard of him. Okay. Say it again. District 11, Martin Gull. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't mayor that long. <laughs> okay. Uh, emphatic yes. For Marty. Um, District 12, Doug Happel. I think he was the other no, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so District 13, Roger Christians didn't he's, vote? He skipped out. Okay, I was getting Right there. before the vote, too. Like, he hightailed it oh, out really? of there. I'm going to get it down on paper for this thing. Get me out of here. <laughs> I mean, he could have been trying to get to, like, Papa Murphy's or something. They close at 8, usually, so. Oh, yeah? I feel like the meetings are at, like, Papa 6, Papa Murphy's right? doesn't close at 8? Do yeah. they? Yeah. Come on. All right. Yeah, I found that out the hard way one day. <laughs> well, you order a pizza, and then you get there after 8, you can't get your pizza anymore. You order it online. If you're in the city of La Crosse, do you want your uh, city council member to override this video, or do you want it to sustain it? Do you feel like the mayor has done the right thing in saying no to this lacrosse expansion for $49 million, and you want them to really go back to the drawing board and really draw something else? Do you care in any kind of way? Is this really one of those things where, like, whatever, it's funny money. They're just going to spend it no matter what. Who cares? Fix the roads. Uh, you tell me. I mean, if you are, again, if you're in the city of La Crosse, obviously you have more skin in the game. If you're outside of the city... I don't know what sort of an impact this may have on your, you know, if the lacrosse center expands and there is more economic activity in the region, is that going to impact you and your community? What is your stake in this? Or do you have a stake in this? And what should lacrosse city council do? If they sustain the veto, then that means they got to go back to the drawing board, draw something over again, and you put this whole process back six months. That's my guess. That's not anybody's real estimation. Is that a reasonable step step to take in the face of what we're looking at here again with a forty nine million dollar plan, a huge expansion that juts out over Riverside Park, the whole thing that we've been now mulling over for the last several months? We're at a critical point in this whole thing where it looks like this may, frankly, may or may not. This again, this may mean a delay of six months. I was told today by one city council member that this is probably. The one of the, if not the most divisive issue that has come up in lacrosse, period. Uh, just based on the, the type of contacts, the different type of contacts that he's received on this issue. People adamantly oppose, people adamantly uh, for the lacrosse center expansion and what it potentially means in economic impact for the area. It's a $49 million price tag. But does it really dump that $12 million a year into the local economy? Because that's what the estimates are. And if that is, in fact, the case, then turning your back on the amount of money you'd have to borrow to do that $49 million expansion, maybe that's not such a good idea. Again, though, if you're examining what that looks like for me and you and everybody we know who are actually footing the bill and paying the property taxes and having to pay for this expansion through those taxes, does this really become that big of a deal? All questions that we've faced before, so with all of that in mind and a mayoral veto in place, what do you want your city council member to do? Do you want them to override the veto, or do you want them to say, agree with the mayor and say, yeah, you know what, why don't you go back? Why don't you try again? Why don't you spend a little bit less money and do something that fits within uh, the realms of the possible for the city of La Crosse. La Crosse Talk, PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. For the weather here. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. La Crosse Talk, PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. 
And uh, you can do so on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line at 608-785-7914. That's the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Call in or text in either way you get in on the program. 608-785-7914. Lacrosse Mayor uh, Tim Cabot, as we mentioned uh, yesterday, vetoed that uh, Lacrosse Center expansion plan. My favorite line, by the way, in the um, and the veto message from Cabot, is when he um, takes a swipe at those who were talking about legacy in relation to the lacrosse center. Rather than worrying about names on the commemorative building plaque, the council should get back to what they were elected for to be good stewards of this community's resources. Needlessly removing parkland is not being a good steward of these blessings. It's a good line. But anyway... Uh, all right, so I have to correct something. Rick, um, do we need to call somebody and apologize for... No. No, I don't think so. So we ran down the the uh, yeses and nos. I was doing that from memory. Apparently I got it wrong, which is not that surprising. Yeses and nos on the Lacrosse Center expansion vote. You want me to go through the list again? All right, I'm just I'm gonna go. I got them ordered by yes and no's as opposed to district here. Uh, district three, Barb Jansen, yes. Okay, I'll just go. These are the yeses: Barb Jansen, Justice Weaver, Jack, Jacqueline Marcoux, Gary Podesky, Jessica Olson, Martin Gall, Doug Happel. These are the no's: Andrea Richmond, Scott Newmeister, Philip Ostream, Paul Mettinger, and Ostream. Sorry, Phil. Ostrom. Again, Ostrom. 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 Spell your name different. Um, and absentees, <laughs> David Marshall and Roger Christians, one of whom left right before the vote, apparently. Couldn't take it anymore. Did like a Macaulay Culkin and yeah. arms flailing. Ah! Yeah. So uh, my apologies to um, uh, Doug Happel and Phil Ostrom. I had those two screwed up and I had their votes flip flopped. So there you have it. Do you want to give them a call? At six zero, uh, not don't call them here. Call them on the. And if you just Google Lacrosse City Council, it takes you right to. Well, I mean, yeah, you could do that. You just on the city of website, cityoflacrosse.org, There's a there's slash call council members. Yeah, and then it'll go take you right there. Their phone numbers are right there. Addresses, you can go knock on their doors. I'm sure they'd appreciate that. <laughs> Send them emails too. I know that they they like getting emails. Depending on which way you want to go in this thing. So. Now, are the two that were absent, are the yeses and no voters, the other council members, like trying to get them to, you know, pick a side here, or can they just stay neutral? I mean, my guess is that they're going to try to avoid the meeting so that they can, they can do, they don't have to do either one. I mean, what good is that? Like, why are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't. So this is my prediction. I'm going to make this prediction. Like I predicted the mayor, Tim Cabot. I might be getting good at this. I don't know. Mayor, I predicted that Cabot would veto this. My prediction in terms of next month's override vote is that they are successful at overriding the veto. Now it's 7-4. Seven, 7-4 four, yes. Seven, yes. Four and 4-against. Yes. Four yes. You need 9 to override. Yeah. Those the- two absent, those Roger Christians and David Marshall are definitely going to vote yes. Okay. I mean, they're going to vote yes to override. So I'm saying that they definitely will, only because there's almost no other way to get to nine. 
Because you'd have to... I don't... Man. Yeah, I don't know. They could do it, I guess. No, it can, might be 10. Because I, I, I feel... I could feel... I could see like a Phil Ostrom wavering there. Now, can uh, Cabot do like an executive order and make that... It has to be... 100% one way or the other to override his veto. I tell you what, what you could he could probably do is say like I um I will rescind my veto if you build me a wall. <laughs> like over the around the park, <laughs> around the <laughs> riverside park. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you. So essentially he's holding his veto hostage is what he's doing. Kind of like a wall. Yeah. I will I'll rescind my veto if you build me a wall. Or not. Now, if the if the council says, you know what, we won't go into Riverside Park, but we still want forty nine million dollars because we can always use that money to make the seats better, <laughs> you know, like wow. <laughs> right? Those There's are some nice seats. Those are like the theater seats that they have now. What's the, the, the like the reclining theater seats that, yeah. that you kick back? Yeah, put those in the Lacrosse Center. Yeah. How much are each one of those seats? So if you have. How many seats are in the lacrosse center? 5,000? 4,000? Yeah. Like well, if are they going to be automatic recliner? Can we just do with the lever? I kind of like the lever better where Man, I can... I like where they're you all You like hitting the button on your left stuff. knee? Yeah, I, I feel like I sort of like having the button. Anyways, all right. 608-785-7914. The uh, um, lacrosse uh, center uh, getting the uh, getting the axe um, by uh, Mayerton Cabot. Uh, your thoughts on that? Um... In relation to what happens next, I guess, because that's really what it comes down to is what happens next. Um, should the if you if you were going to urge your city council member to do one thing, what would it be? Would it be to override the veto, or would it be to uh, sustain it? it? Yeah. Can I call one of these council members? I mean, I don't have a. a this is going to be uplifting it, it, for does everyone. Does the lacrosse center affect me? Like, oh, yeah. do I get an, Hoka's, a say Hoka, here? Hoka's going to have a huge benefit from the lacrosse center expanding. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, it's going to be like Hoka. Well, just me in general. Like, I might want to go to a concert. I might want to sit in a comfortable seat. Like, you, maybe, I don't want you to yeah. go in the park. I want the recliner. Yeah. Six year away. All right. Um, Actually, I want the. Uh, the garden roof, that's what I want. The garden roof and the solar panels. If you were to choose if we between can make the, both. If you had to choose between the garden roof and the solar panels, what would it be? Uh, garden roof, because I'm not paying for electricity in the cross. Wait, what? The the solar panels aren't doing me any good. Like I ain't I ain't benefiting from oh, that. Oh, I see what you're saying. That, so the solar panels all... would definitely benefit the taxpayer, right? Because the electricity bill would be you know, maybe zero. Yeah. I, I yeah I don't I don't know that's a really good question I don't know how that would I mean I'm all I'm actually all for the thing going into the Riverside Park because the park is huge and it's never full and it's fine that's like the that, wrong way to think that little section of the park you no are big deal. absolutely thinking wrong and there should be a pier wrong off the thinking. new Lacrosse Center expansion where you can this fish into the river a wrong thinking way of going about things right there all right well I'm I am um, on the record as saying I'm opposed to it I don't mind I don't mind the look of it I'm not like Mayor Tim Cabot, which, who didn't like the look of it. I don't mind the look of it. I just, um, I don't, you're not making any more parkland. Why would you chew up a half an acre of park by putting a big obelisk over the top of it? And, not an obelisk, I guess. It is a pro- proboscis. 
All right. So if we don't do that, what about my idea of having like a, a harbor there where we can have boats coming in? You could boat right up to the lacrosse center like it's what, Venice? Yeah. I mean, that's a great idea. Right up to the door right. not, or the stairs to the door. Sure. It wouldn't take up all the park, and you could have little bridges over the streams that you know go into the See, park. That sounds pleasant to me. Well, why aren't we doing that? Forty-nine million dollars co- that cover. I don't. You can absolutely dig a canal with forty-nine million dollars. Absolutely. Does the DNR care about that? Yes, they do. Yeah, okay. they do. Yeah, but they don't care about anything environmental. Problem. So we've well, changed. That's that. actually what they're supposed to be. Well, we've changed doing. that now. It's oh, all, okay, not what they're doing. Yeah, we've. Uh, I think you have a dim view of the DNR. I don't think. I think that they're much better. I think they're doing much better than you think they are. Okay, but I mean they are pretty. They are pretty steadfast on the uh, garbage in the Isle of Plume thing, right? Yeah, they prefer that 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 garbage thing not occur. We should probably check up on that. By the way, <laughs> the glass in the dog park. Thing. Yeah, maybe. We see where that has. See how they're doing with picking up the glass or covering the glass, whatever they're doing with the glass. Uh, once again, the. Uh, Veto by Mayor Tim Cabot of the, um, the expansion plans for the lacrosse center. He's chiding city council members for pretending that this is a legacy project, telling them, don't worry about what's on the plaque, do your job. Um, saying that uh, for the $3 million of paying architects, they should be able to come go back to the drawing board and come up with a better design. We've already approved $42 million. Work with that. Don't come up with, don't bring me back $49 million. He also took issue with, so here's the, here's the comments from, um, what is it? And this was, these were the comments from Jessica Olson, who was encouraging council members to, uh, vote for this thing on Thursday. This is Jessica Olson here. Actually, several valid questions raised concerning, well, what about this? What about that? What What are we going to put underneath the overhang? What is the HPC going to say? Uh, what about naming rights? All of those are carts before the horses. And in my time on the Lacrosse Center board, I've missed one meeting when I was in Paris. Otherwise, I have had perfect attendance. I have done my homework. I have asked conscientious questions and tried my best and done my best to see that what came before this body was the best possible option for this city for the long-term future. Now, your, your questions are not invalid, but those are questions that we investigate once we have decided on a general direction because otherwise we start sending money down the rabbit hole because we're going to need this study and that study and then we're going to have to decide well what kind of swing set do we want or the you know what 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 color and shape of pavers and and you get into the weeds of of trying to get the, to down to the last detail before you have even committed to go in that direction tonight's vote is a vote on the vision we're all intelligent caring adults that 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 love the river, that love that park. And I, I don't think in a million years that we're going to end up with a disaster. I think. All right. That's Jessica Olson anyway. So she basically alluded to this. She said later on something about the details and we'll work the details out later. But uh, Cabot alluded to that in his uh, veto message when he said that uh, 
Uh, these concerns are not in, in quotation marks details to be worked out later, as some suggest there are central questions that impact the scope and cost of this project. All right, let's go to the phone, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, on uh, the Better Hearing Center talks and text line, 608-785-7914. Linda's first. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. Oh, hi there. Hi. Um, I'm totally in agreement with the mayor. I think we need to um, hold off on this a little bit. I think that um, seems like an awfully high price take. Um, I also am concerned about going into the park. Also concerned about, has anyone thought about how much traffic is going to come in once we expand? And let's say we get in a huge venue that plays there. Our road systems are at max out right now. So I think that's a, something that needs to be considered. Okay. Wow. There's a lot of new, seven new hotels and then all this other stuff. And um, <clears throat> I'm on the road a lot, and I see what's going on. It's like okay. this is not uh, this is not good for the community in my mind. We can, so. in other words, we can get too big. Well, I think the the problem, you know, I that's yeah, exactly. Unless you have the the road sy- system to handle uh, a huge group like this, you know, the, the sheriff's department's going to have their hands full and the police to direct traffic and get people in and out. I, yeah, I think there's no question that, um, but I, I'm hearing you argue against, basically against economic activity, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's great to have economic activity, okay. but I think that let's put the brakes on and, and, and study it really hard, and, and okay. let's let's look at it carefully, and I don't want to go into the park. All right. And, and, I think, and oh. you're, t- you're aligned with the mayor on that one for sure, Linda. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. And the old fist pounder, is that how he introduced himself? All right. Let's go to Gary Podesky. Gary, thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. <laughs> That's how you doing. Well, you weren't literally pounding your fists, but you uh, you were figuratively making <laughs> fist pounding uh, when you were uh, making arguments uh, uh, for the approval of Lacrosse Center expansion at Thursday night's meeting. Uh, are you I'm, are you are you pounding your are you pounding uh, Have you pounded your fist yet since the the veto message came out yesterday? No, I you know the the mayor's uh, I. I you know, I may disagree with him on this, you know, but I still think he's a great mayor. He's doing what he feels he has to do. But to get back to what Linda just said a second ago, if Green Bay felt that way, the Packers would be playing in Stoddard today. Where I mean, the traffic, if you get some added traffic down there, it's because it's doing good. And as far as the motels, the reason the motels built down there is because the city of La Crosse is doing good. Mm-hmm. So, and she didn't say if she's a city resident either. Um, so to worry about added traffic down there, we, we, we have ramps. I mean, we have a system in place to, to say that I'm against added traffic because that's going to bring people, which brings money, is just wrong. Hmm. But as far as the center itself, Mitch, you know, a lot of people, I want to clear something up. A lot of people keep saying you have to explore other options. Well, this has been talked about now for two and a half, almost three years. Yeah. And we've had three or four public comment sessions or open sessions for the public to come and listen to the plans. And all these people now who are jumping in at the last second, where were they at when all these meetings were held? Also, they keep saying, you know, do this or do that. We looked at other options. We, we talked about going up. We, it wasn't built when the center was built. It wasn't built to go up. So to go up, it would take a lot more money to make it ready to go up higher. Mm-hmm. We, and one of the original plans had the ballrooms 
on the north side, and the downtown business district was upset because it was basically obstructing that Pearl Street walkway where it wasn't even visible, and they had concerns about that. And then we weren't taking advantage of our treasure, which is the river. Okay. I mean, so, I know so, this is a lot of money, and I know a lot of people don't want us going in the park, but at the park board meeting, they had a current picture of kind of what it would look like with the landscaping, and it actually it was pretty nice. And and with river and with the uh, with the with the work that's going to be done on Riverview North, you know, we're going to be adding a lot of green space along the river there. So what we're losing at one end, we're going to be gaining at the other. All right, so I. Gary, I just want to clarify what you said when we talked about options. You're saying that the all the options have already been explored for the lacrosse center and that this these this is actually the option that Mayor Tim Cabot has vetoed is the best option. Well, as far as, you know, we had a study done to what we would get the most economic bang for our buck as far as square footage, yep. and it came back. We need X amount of square feet. We can't go up. And if we go to the north, you're going to have, the, uh, and, and the overhang will look different. I'm a little disappointed that the architects even had that first original one where it looked like a white box. It's not going to look like that at all. Yeah. And if we go to the north, we're, we're, we're doing what they did in the first place. They never took advantage of the beauty of the river. We're going to try, we want to take advantage of the beauty of the river. And I just, you know, I, and, you know Mitch, you weren't around and being said back in, uh, in the late 70s, when they were even going to build the lacrosse center, right. that the Mary Sawyer Auditorium was fine. This is going to be a boondoggle. It's going to lose money and blah blah blah. And it's just going to it's just going to cripple downtown with traffic and all these other things. And what the lacrosse center has done is helped renovate and bring back downtown. And we had some slow years there, where then Mr. Weber and LHI and some of those developments made it what it is now. Okay, but. You know, they put that money into the downtown with the understanding, I think, that the city's going to keep putting money into that area. So, and these new motels, they, they, they didn't build them with the understanding that we're going to, that we, I mean, we've already been told by some of the bigger conventions, expand or we, we can't keep coming here. Sure. We've lost conventions, conferences, because we're not big enough. All right. So we either decide what to do with the, the late, lacrosse center which it will be in 20 years or else we we do we make the hard decisions now and we move forward what's your best bet about overriding this veto you think do you think you uh you your your side has the nine votes uh boy i don't know mitch there's you you never know what people are going to do at the last second you know there's a lot of email going uh you know a lot of it against this some for you know and you know and then uh some, you know, and there's some people on council, they may worry about being reelected. And I don't, I don't vote to get reelected. I vote to do what I feel is right for the city of La Crosse. Okay. So who knows what's going to happen down there? I, I, I'd hate to guess. I don't know. I, you know, okay. I, the only thing is, Mitch, I tell you, if, it, if, uh, if the veto does stay, time is money. And the more this takes, the longer this takes. And there are, I mean, there are no other options. We need that space. If we don't have that space, I just assume not put the money into it. Okay. Because if we're not going to do it and do it right, what's the point? All right. Then we're okay. really taxpayer money. 
All right. Well, Gary, I appreciate you calling in. Thanks so much. Uh, we're uh, going to move on, but uh, uh, thanks again for your for your call, and uh, we'll touch base with you uh, later on this as well. 608-785-7914. Carl's next. Carl, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Yeah. Um, no, when it comes to liberalism, the talk is cheap, so I don't care how much talking they do. Um, taxpayer money is expensive, and this thing's a boondoggle. Uh, the past civic centers have been boondoggles. Okay, so um, they haven't made any money, and how can they have a big building and not make money and not pay taxes, and expect the people that have the buildings pay taxes and make a profit? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, is it a boondoggle but, by the by uh, the? You, you made a statement that uh, that there is no more parklands, but you know we we got that Eagle Viewing Center. Um, Lacrosse is into trying to make parks out of the bluffs. Um, that's a liberal myth that. There are no more parks being made. Okay, Carl. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get to Mary. Mary, we'll get you next hour. More to come. Stick around right here on Wisdom. More good conversation coming up on WYZM, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Midwest TV and Appliance is celebrating their 80th year in business by giving away 80 prizes, including the grand prize of a Whirlpool kitchen package. Hey, welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Yeah, great people making exceptional beer and and providing us a venue. Two days from now, we'll be live from Pearl Street Brewery from the tasting room there, broadcasting this show live from 4 to 6. We'll be there. You should be there, too. We'll have some kind of fun, probably is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> but I can tell you for sure that no matter what, if you stop by the Pro Street Brewery, you are guaranteed to have good beer. Because that's what they got there. And all kinds. Pretty amazing. Tasting room is a pretty cool place. But that's where we're going to be. So I'd love for you to be there. If you could show up, that'd be fantastic. Just for a while, for the whole thing, whatever you want to do. Uh, great environment, and we'll have a good time. Um, and uh, you can take part in the show right there. We're going to have, um, we'll, we'll, you'll be able to have conversation with people that are calling in. It should be fun. I'll have some special guests. I'm, I'm hoping for entertaining right there. There may be, there may be water gun wars or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Probably won't be that. That probably won't actually happen. At any rate, that's coming up on Thursday. Our live show, Taking This Baby on the Road, Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. All right. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line is 608 785 7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785 7914. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. And, uh, you know, it's uh, Facebook Live if you're interested in seeing. The level of excitement that we reach within the studio, obviously that would be ideal. Go ahead and do that. But uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, we have, um, this This is that spring day, right? Remember when, when we were thinking like back in April when it was snowing and we we're thinking, wow, I can't wait for spring. This is sort of what a spring day is like where it's 60 some degrees, a little bit of rain, cloudy, right? Is this been our first one, kind of? 
this is the only this is the only spring day that we're going to get. And then uh, possibly some more rain uh, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, highs in the seventies tomorrow, and then I think, I think back on eighty, back to eighty on Wednesday or uh, on Thursday. So I think that's right, somewhere around there. I have I have forecast estimates. Seventy, I, I like high seventies Wednesday and Thursday. But um, very slight chance of more showers tonight. All right, 68 now. 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. $25 per person and available now online at RadioStuffStore.com. The Wisdom News and Views Cruise with Mike Hayes. Thursday, July 26th aboard the Lacrosse Queen. Get your tickets today. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on Wisdom. If you'd like to join us here on the air, more of your calls coming up. Right at a- right after this word about Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in La Crosse. You may be in one of those situations where, like Rick was just the other day, as a matter of fact, discovered that his car was having, well, he didn't discover it, but he became aware of kind of a spongy feel in his brakes. Wasn't feeling real good. Well, he had his, uh, he had his poor father on Father's Day tear it apart and look at it and fix it. If you're in one of those situations, however, I've got a better solution for you. No, trust me, this is a much better solution. Bion Service Center on Jackson Street in La Crosse. They're going to treat you like family and take care of your car. And if you've got uh, a brake situation, I've had uh, uh, brakes completely redone on a car at Bion's and always very pleasantly surprised by uh, what a great deal it is, first of all, and what great work they do. They get you in and they get you out, get you back on the road, it's a, a great price and fantastic work. And like I said, they make you feel like family and very welcome. And um, I think just basically the same way they've been doing it there for what, how long ago was 1929? <laughs> 90 years. It's a long time. Uh, go check them out on Jackson Street Bion Service Center. I take my cars there. You should too. They're my mechanic for life. I tell people all the time, the only place in La Crosse I'll take my cars for repairs, service, and maintenance. Bion Service Center. Just go there and tell them Mitch Reynolds sent you. It's that time of year. Project time. Maybe you're planning a kitchen or a bathroom. All right, Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizem.com. Lacrosse Mayor's uh, veto of Lacrosse Center uh, expansion and the funding process uh, for it. Um, getting both uh, support and criticism from the public, a lot of people think believe uh, what they've been told about the lacrosse center that there is a significant ec- economic impact that will come from having this greatly expanded lacrosse center mayor cabot isn't necessarily buying that they won't get the same thing out of a much smaller project um steve says all the city council members that voted yes for the expansion should be embarrassed to spend that much in tax dollars what a joke the mayor is correct in his response uh, this listener says, don't worry, in 30 years or so, they'll be wanting a new building. This listener says, I give the mayor credit for his veto. It's like taking a breath or sleeping on it before making a final decision. More leaders should practice this kind of restraint. 
608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Call in or text in. Either way you get in. Um, all right. Well, Mary's back. We couldn't get to her last hour, but Mary's back, so we'll talk with her. Mary, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, I have a question and then a comment. Sure. My understanding when I first heard the clip on the news about the mayor not wanting that portion of the park to be used, um, I thought he was still okaying the rest of the center to be built and just vetoing the expansion over into Riverside Park. Mm-hmm. No. Is that wrong? No. Yeah, the entire, so the, the, the plan. So he is, wants the, to just say no to the whole deal. Well, yes and no, because as he mentioned in his veto message, he supports an expansion, just not this particular expansion. So, that whole okay. what you're what you're describing it got going over the park that's part of an entire design for expansion and mm-hmm. he's he says that's first of all it goes into the park and it's too expensive so he wants them to go back to the drawing board basically and then uh, come up with you know a, a plan that basically is is cheaper and doesn't doesn't go out over the park so Okay, well, I I could see where some people would want that. I, I do think, though, that we do need a new center. Okay. And, you know, you can see what's happening all around the country with malls going belly up and stuff like this. Yeah. Everything is coming back into the city, into the downtown area, and there's True. been a lot of effort to make a lot of improvements there. And, you know, I... I believe them that they're losing a lot of conventions years ago when I was still working, and I would go to the Twin Cities and to Chicago for conventions. Uh, a lot of times, um, you know, you wondered at that time I was living in Eau Claire, but um, neither place really had a big convention center. And now that these hotels and motels have all been built, I'm sure that was their reasoning is they thought this, big center was going to go up and more conventions were going to come here. So unless they want to have a lot of empty buildings that used to be hotels and motels, they need to get it going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm, Eau Claire doesn't have anything at all right now, do they? Or, I mean, I don't know how long you've been there. At the how, time but, I was in Eau Claire, they didn't have anything at all. Yeah, they didn't even have a city swimming pool. I mean, it was just <laughs> bad news. And my understanding is now it's grown a lot. A lot of people that go there like it. But yeah, sure. at the time I was there, um, coming from lacrosse and going to school there, yeah. um, you, you don't, you don't. lacrosse was 18 years old where you could at least go out and have a beer if you right. were in college or going to school. And Eau Claire was 21, so all it did was put people on the highway to Chippewa Falls. <laughs> so, do, so you're Mary, so you're suggesting that if they if they don't build this, they don't expand the center, then it dries up the 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 surge of of people and activity that's going on within the city. That, that basically it'll have a a really deleterious effect on all that. Is that right? I think it's going to okay. take away the idea of a lot of people looking at Lacrosse as a place to come to for a convention. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. when you look look at Chicago, that's probably the one thing they have left going for them is they've got a big convention center, you know, and then they've got a lot of hotels. So they need to be able to book it. People don't want to come here and say, well, I'm probably going to have to get a, a hotel room in uh, Galesville or else I'm going to have to go to Winona, and then you want to drive back and forth all the time. No, yeah, sure. they want it here. Yeah. They want it here. And, um I, I didn't see how much of the park they were going to take, but 
to me, that end of the park where they were going to add on isn't really used a lot by the community. It's Mm -hmm. sort of like a walkway and a bypass. I mean, most of the park is being used the other way. And so I I don't think it would be too disruptive, but if there's alternative plans, but I think they need to get going on the center, so I would hope they would hurry up and and do that because I I think it would bring a lot of things into the city, meaning money. All right. (laughs) Well, Mary, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914, that's that economic activity argument, and that's been made uh, um, uh, several times, actually. Uh, if, if you don't build this thing, the, the conventions won't come here, or we'll lose some conventions, and that will decrease the amount of econo- economic activity. They're predicting uh, annual economic activity in the city of 12.1 million, or in the region of $12.1 million. Uh, Mary uh, agreeing with that argument and saying, yeah, you have to build it so that there will be that economic activity. There's also the expectation, all those new hotels, all those new hotels that were built, and the expectation is that there will be a new lacrosse center or a new expanded lacrosse center. And if you don't if you don't build it, again, that, that business dries up. Yes, Rick? Not that they're directly related, but the city kind of did this in the right order, right? Like, hey, we're going to get the hotels here. We're going to get, like, extra parking and parking ramps here, and then we'll bring in the lacrosse center extra business, right? Like, that's – you don't want to bring in the lacrosse center and all the extra business and then be like, oh, we don't have any place to park or put these people. Absolutely. I, there's some I, I planning, though. Hard not to agree with that because it, it basically what you're saying is that we've got this we – have, we have an environment here that is just perfect for adding convention space, so let's do it. I mean, could it, would it have happened the other – could it have happened the other way? Absolutely, it could have happened the other way. But this um, – you know, without question, there are problems with the finances in terms of making it – affordable ultimately for for everyone i mean affordable affordable is is very subjective when you start talking about affordability right it it depends on where you're at in your life what your income is what your house is like what you're depending on for income all that kind of stuff it's very it's essential that we understand that affordable is different to different people um all right patrick's not there anymore let's go to dan dan thanks for waiting go ahead you're on Hey, good afternoon, Mitch. Uh, comment on the hotel. Yeah. They'll never get that park space back. Sure. And I think any designer architect that's got any skill at all can come up with a solution either of either going up or out or even cantilever out over the street. Mm-hmm. But stay out of the park. The green space will never be back. And I just think that's the, the most ridiculous idea to have to take up park space for a hotel. That's crazy. Is that... I, I don't and, get it. And, and, and it's, um, just to clarify, we're talking about the center, not a hotel. But, Dan... Oh, is, excuse is it, me, excuse me. Okay. The center. Right. Is it? Is that the worst? For, from your perspective, is that is that the only bad part of it or a bad part of it? Or is there... Are, are there more than Well, the there's expense? other bad parts. Let's, okay. let's, re, let's remember here. Government doesn't make money. No, no, city no. government does not make no. money. They spend money. Yep, yep, yep. Okay? Yep, no question. Let's just look at the whole picture here. Okay. 
They got the they got the canoe rental shop over on Pettibone Park over there. Yep. I think they they pirated that idea from you and, me, uh, me and Rick. Yes. Yep. Rick, I yep. mean, did you guys get any royalties out of that? No, we haven't yet. And I'm still wait. I'm still hoping because it seems but, like that's reasonable to to pay us since it was our idea. Our idea. I think there's something to be said to that, and that's just the way the city operates. I would agree. They're going to take somebody else's good idea, and they're going to lose money at it because they throw how much money. At that little shack that they built over there, uh, what they put quarter million dollars into that? It was like a hundred ninety thousand dollars. Oh well, I bet if we really counted up those beans really close, we'd come up with nearly a quarter million <laughs> by the time you get the utilities <laughs> and everything else in there. Yeah, and then yep. oh, we, we've got to outfit it with staff. Yep. And then we got to get the canoes and the paddles and the life jackets, and we probably bought those from Eddie Bauer. Yeah. So. City government doesn't make money on anything. Okay. They, they, they shuffle it around. All right, so we got... And they're shuffling a lot of money here, and they should stay the heck out of Riverside Park. All right. All right. Any part of it. Two, two key objections, the same one raised by the mayor. Dan, appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914. Now, I think Carl had a great point last hour where he said yeah, that he called uh, BS on the whole they're not making any more parks because he's absolutely correct. The Eagle Viewing Center along uh, the Black River is kind of a parkish kind of area, really. And they made that out of nothing. And um, although it's not parkland, he is correct that there is some recreational areas up and on the top of the bluffs. Yeah, so I, I would agree with uh, Carl that there is I, that's not entirely accurate. Let me get Rick here. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. You're on the air right now. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Go ahead. I just want to. I just want to talk about uh, this convention center. Instead of uh, spending all this money on that, why don't they invest some money in the infrastructure first? Uh, fix these roads. Fix the roads. In right. town. Yeah. Could you do both? Can you do both? Well, I heard a while back that the city doesn't have the money for the roads. So, I mean, why would they take a loan out for this big convention center and when they could take out a loan for the roads? All right. Is it as simple as that? I mean, what if what if this, these the projections are true that twelve million dollars a year would come into the city if they build this expansion? Well, yeah, I see that, but uh, why can't they just tear that old building down first? Oh. They don't need all that. I mean, it's almost Sorry. like having two convention centers. Then. All right, all right. Well, I, look, I appreciate the call, Rick. I was just say, aren't they going to kind of ruin the roads building the lacrosse center? Like, won't there be <laughs> like machinery driving up and down there? Right, I think they just bring all that stuff in through the river. No, it's like they float it down the river on giant barges. And we're gonna and have to fix the river, and then you got you got to fix the river. Yeah, and then you uh, and then you roll the uh, the front end loader across Riverside Park. I was gonna say right up the park. Yeah, right? yeah you tear off all the maybe the, the, the maybe the 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 backhoe will hit the the big Native American down there and <laughs> accidentally knock that other, into the river. Other end. Other end of the park. Well, I mean, it's to drive across the whole thing. 608 785 If you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. The Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. More to come. Stick around. Lacrosse Talk PM with Mitch Reynolds continues after this. Lacrosse Talk Human Wisdom, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on the air, it's the Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. 785-7914. Also on Facebook and Twitter, you can send me an email, Mitch at 1410wizm.com. Earlier, uh, I guess that was today, 
Mayor Tim Cabot posted on Facebook that he appreciated everybody's uh, comments and uh, people reaching out to him in relation to the veto of the Lacrosse Center expansion in Riverside Park. Um, he uh, has urged uh, them to seek out their city council members and urge them to sustain the veto. He vetoed that $49 million plan with $43 million in uh, borrowing. He is fine with, the, as he told us, he is fine with the $42 million plan that includes $35 million worth of borrowing, which is still a lot of money, frankly. But um, it's less. <laughs> it's less money. Let's just put it that way. Less money. At any rate, so he wants uh, he wants people to contact their their city council members and and uh, urge them to sustain the veto. Uh, my prediction is that that doesn't happen; that they override the veto. I believe there are enough votes to do that. He would have to be uh, maybe I, unless that he was convincing enough within his veto message to make it happen. I, I don't. I, I I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but um. We'll see next month. In the meantime, I mean, if you are, for instance, in the city of La Crosse and are, or would like to lobby your city council member or the La Crosse city council members, if you're not within the city of La Crosse in any kind of way, uh, go to the website at cityoflacrosse.org and you can easily find the city council members there, their phone numbers and their emails. It really is a squeaky wheel city. It really is a squeaky wheel city where you are, are, you have an outsized voice if you use your voice. And it's really just as simple as that. I mean, you have, it's better if you do it in a reasonable way, frankly. If you start yelling at people, frankly, they're not going to listen. And, and especially if you insult them. And I'm thinking of one guy in particular. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> uh, interesting, though, as a reply on Mayor Cabot's Post today, the city park and rec director, Steve Caroline, who I was surprised was not banging the drum for there not being a giant thing sticking out over his Riverside Park because he'd been relatively quiet about that aspect of it, to my knowledge anyway. And uh, when the park board unanimously agreed to put that thing out into Riverside Park. There, there didn't, he didn't seem to have a problem with it. But today, um, this message from him seems like he's not really all that supportive of it. And in fact, is, is, was relatively um, critical of something that a city council member, uh, a comment, in fact, this is his words, a comment made at the last council related to this project by a council person who advocated for council members to ignore public outcries and approve this expansion, raise taxes, land increase, the budget completely negates the concept of a governance by the people for the people. So not only that, but he's critical of, of the city council members who are just urging this to move forward without without listening more to the public and without looking more at, at different designs, which in fact they've, they've really already done. Um, but up until now, I haven't heard, I don't think we've heard anything from him on this. I mean, he spoke at the city council meeting and he raised some concerns about who was going to pay for whatever happens underneath that giant thing sticking over the, the park. But that was pretty much it. 
And, you know, the estimates are anywhere from a million to $2 million. And that's not included in the amount of money that would be borrowed to, uh, to actually build that thing. So anyway, 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line 785-79-14. Let's go back to the phones. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. You're on. Hi, Mitch. Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. My question on uh, this expansion is who's going to even want to come and see this thing if driving through the town rattles the fillings out of your teeth? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is I this- can't. I go for my three-mile walk every night, and i got to be careful when I cross the street because he's crossing those brick crosswalks that they put in that were so fancy. Heck, those are dangerous to people, too. Yeah. I've almost sprained my ankle on one once. It's not only safe. It's not safe to drive. It's not safe to walk on these streets. Um, All right. It sounds a little bit... You're exaggerating a little bit, right? (laughs) No, I'm not. I have almost twisted my ankle one night. I hit one of the holes on those stupid brick crosswalks they put on the road. Well, to to be they they have it. They have admitted that they made a mistake there. So, um, so at least there is that. Well, then they need to get back and correct that and fix the streets. Yeah. Okay. So there shouldn't be so there shouldn't be any conversation about this at all until until the streets are in better shape. Correct. Okay. I mean, I've changed three tie rods in one year between two vehicles. Wow, that's a lot. So that is, is it? But, yeah, so, that's a lot. Here's, a water car right. never leaves the town. It is solely my wife's work car. She goes to and from work with it. Je- Jeff, let me let me ask you this though. In relation to that, is there would there ever be a point at which the streets would be good enough so that you would think this this would be an okay project? Oh yeah, that I have I. We had roads that were halfway decent at one time. Okay. It's been a long time since we've had decent roads. All right. Because they have just them go totally to the back burner for de- over a decade, in my opinion. Hmm. There's streets that are getting fixed that nobody drives on, but the streets that everybody drives on, they don't seem to want to fix. Hmm. Okay. I mean, what was the whole idea of fixing 17th Street? That's the side street. Yeah. Two people live out. Hardly gets any traffic. You have 16th, Main Street, Cass Street, La Crosse Street, Losey Boulevard, West Avenue. You know, you drive down those roads. Let me tell you, that's quite a shaky ride. All right. I mean, but you do understand that a lot of those are state highways. Yes. Okay. And so we should be making more effort to get the state to help with them, too. Main Street's not a state highway. No, it's not. But 16th Street is not a state highway. 16th Street? I don't know about Lane Drive. Okay. 16th Street, not 16th Highway 16. Okay. Yeah. I think they should make an effort to start fixing some of the main thoroughfares in this town. All right. All right, so more more repairs to the, the key roads before we start anything like this. Correct. All right. Well, and, and I think that there there have been, and just, just to be, be sure, you're definitely not alone in that. There are a lot of people that... Uh, and I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I've uh, felt the same way since the very beginning of this process. Just to be clear, that ship has already sailed, and there is going to be an expansion of the Lacrosse Center. Um, so I, I, and it's very likely it'll be this one, because I'm forecasting a veto override. Yes, friend. 
Um, there's a lacrosse group on Facebook, and some of the comments about Cabot's veto, uh, fix lacrosse street, then talk about this abomination, which uh, someone replied, lacrosse street's a state highway, right? Yeah. Um, then they say, then make it four lanes. An- another uh, comment, fix our roads. Another comment, spend the money on our roads. Another comment, amen. Thank you, Mayor Cabot. Not only is this too expensive, but we need Riverside Park much more than this huge eyesore. Uh, put put the uh, lacrosse center at the Kmart. That's a comment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, roads greater than sign lacrosse center. Rather see the roads fixed than collect money from STSTST, whatever that means. Uh, all caps. <laughs> it's pretty ugly. I don't know if that's the veto or the center itself or Mayor Cabot. It could be Cabot. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. Ugliest thing I've seen. Another person saying the mayor is the ugliest thing you've seen. Wow. That's, just, That's really insulting, really. I mean, next to the blue baby, anyway. Okay, now the mayor's not <laughs> even as attractive as the blue baby. What is going on with these people? <laughs> At some point, you just have to ignore these, right? I does, know. The, does the mayor even read these comments? I think, I wonder if he does. I wonder if he takes them personally. Because when, when I worked in Winona at the paper, and okay, the two high schools in Winona don't play each other in sports, like for whatever reason, the Cotter and Winona High. And any time that I wrote, like, something about one school or the other, the comments were always, why don't you write about whatever the school I wasn't writing about? And at one, at some point, I, was, I just had to quit reading the comments because, sure. like, it just shapes. You, you, you tend to, like, oh, no, I need to. And it's like, oh, wait, there's just these six people on, on the Internet all the time commenting on, the, you know, the same six people. Sure. Quite a few people, though, on this, uh, on this thing. And, and what is it again? Um, it's just that it's like you might be from lacrosse if oh, okay. group on Facebook. Well, uh, I, I, I mean, Jeff brought up some good points. There are some other roads besides state highways that need fixing in the city of lacrosse. I, and I think that there's certainly an argument to be made for do more roads before lacrosse center, but I don't think you ever get to the point where you have the roads at a point where they're good enough, where you, where people are completely comfortable with spending $49 million on an expansion of a convention center that may or may not benefit you. And to be fair, as much as those who have argued that it will benefit everybody and that everything will be, that it will bring a lot of economic activity, and that very well may be the case, but I'll say this again because I think it bears repeating for those who are trying to sell this to to the people who are commenting on Mayor Tim Cabot's Facebook page and telling him what a, giving him an attaboy and telling him what a great job he did is that those people, the people like, and I'm looking at you, Brent Smith, and I'm looking at you, Art Fahey and AJ and everybody else that have been talking about this and talking about how perfect it is for bringing conventions to the city of La Crosse and the economic activity and the types of things that it's going to do for the city of La Crosse. And this, these are all abstract ideas and concepts that you have not yet boiled down to the point where you illustrate how it's going to benefit the little guy. Mabel, as as I think Justin named our fictitious now person. How does this help Mabel? Fixed income, in her house, paying property taxes. How does this help Mabel? You haven't made that argument. If you have, you haven't done it well enough. You haven't done a good enough job of it. And I've listened to you. And I was there on Thursday Frankly, when you're trying to make those arguments and you sucked at it. So 
all the people supporting the mayor right now, and you've heard a lot of people on the air who's saying, yeah, it's too damn expensive, blah, blah, blah. It's because you haven't made a good argument. So you know what? If you're gonna if there, if we're gonna talk about a, and um, you know pointing fingers at those who are who haven't done a really who haven't done nearly a good enough job of making a case, point the fingers back at yourselves, Lacrosse Center Board. I'm looking at you, uh, Convention Visitor Bureaus or Explore Lacrosse or whatever. I'm looking at you too. You want this? You love this? This is essential for conventions, for city of Lacrosse. La 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 la. What about Mabel? How does it benefit her? Make that argument. Make it successfully. You'll win the hearts and minds of the people in the cross. And you don't have to worry about what the, what the angry emails coming into the city council, which is what you're worried about right now. It's just so simple. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. Don't know why they don't get it. All right, 608-785-7914. Pete is on. Pete, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Thanks, Mitch. Yep. Uh, the, they can't make that argument because they don't have an answer. Because, as I said before, eighty-five percent of the people in Lacrosse don't benefit. The only people that benefit are the hotels, the restaurants, downtown, and the city. If they can handle the, I don't even think they can. I mean, once they build it, it's highly unlikely they can even handle the books on it because they haven't handled the books on the last one, have they? I don't know about handle the books. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, the, the seats are tore up. They're not. They're not taking oh, yeah. any of the profits and putting it back into the facility. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. You know. So, uh, in my opinion, uh, as far as fixing the roads, the state of Wisconsin gets a, a, a variable plethora of money from the federal government through the Highway Safety Program. Maybe Wisconsin or Lacrosse, uh, City of Lacrosse, ought to go ahead and start dealing with the DOT, take the money that they are given, start fixing the roads, and uh, uh, just fix the Civic Center. I'm with you. I agree with you. Fix the seats, give it a, a coat of paint, and uh, have somebody that has uh, some concept of marketing and bring bring some uh, uh, conventions in because. Basically, the people of Lacrosse that are paying for this, as I said before, twelve million dollars. That's a project. That's a projection. I'm not going to get a check. Are you? Yeah, probably not, Pete. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. I want to go to John. Before I do that, just I want to be on the record. I, I'm not necessarily advocating just getting seats and putting a coat of paint on it. Just to be clear, that's not necessarily my position. We'll go to John next. John, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, your own. Hey, you know they're talking about a forty-nine million dollar budget. Yes, you know it's going to be fifty-nine or sixty million because I mean, look at the municipal boat harbor that they did that. That went how far over budget? And that's bit. pretty simple. Yeah, quite a bit. That and and yeah. and, and it, it'll be higher. I don't know if it'll go fifty-nine, sixty, but definitely higher. Yeah, no, yeah, no question. I bet, I bet it goes fifty-nine. Mark Do my you? word. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, all right. That's twenty percent. I mean, that's a that's a big yeah, jump. Yeah. But I, I would. I, I'm sorry, John. I, I would agree that definitely, in, in the mayor's veto message, he said the very same thing, that this is going to get more expensive. You know, that 40, $49 million is going to be $52 million. No question. So, and I would agree, 50-some million. And then that, you know, at some point, two years from now, they were like, well, we need a million dollars. Where are we going to get that from? Dorothy, let's go there. we got time. Dorothy, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, what do you think of this idea? Building the second civic center. 
Yeah, no, that doesn't really and and um and I could tell you where I think would be a good yeah, place. Okay. It's right on the causeway, right where we got all that land where the oil and the, that was. You got motels sure. there. Yeah. You, you got a, a mall right across the street by festival. Yep. I, I think that, that that certainly has been brought up. Dorothy, look, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Um, that That's not going to do what they want it to do. And, um, you know, part of this is getting bigger conventions, and you can't get uh, bigger conventions by splitting um, into two convention centers. It just doesn't work that way. Oh, this is Wisdom by Mitch Reynolds. We know you don't want to need us, but when you do, we're there. He worked in the motor pool during Vietnam, and he came back to buy the business from his uncle Lyle, and that's where Don's towing and repair was created. Don and a closing time. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM and Wisdom. Thanks for joining. Uh, Joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour has been brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Don't forget, that's where we'll be on Thursday for a live show. Please come. You're invited. Be a part of the live show. Be on the air with us or just hang around and drink a couple beers. Either way, we'll be at Pearl Street Brewery from 4 to 6 on Thursday. Should be a good time, especially if you're there with us. I, I plan on making it a pretty good time. I guess we'll see how it all turns out. But... um. Put it on your calendar. Again, two days from now, Thursday, 4 to 6, live show, Pearl Street Brewery in La Crosse. Thanks to my love to Anna. We'll talk tomorrow right here on Wisdom. I know.